Hey guys, just wanted to put a message out. I got so excited in the service tonight that I forgot to share. We will not be live in Colorado Springs next Saturday, the 23rd of January. We will be in Dallas, Texas area, North Dallas, <clears throat> with our friends Vic and Joni Belcher and uh, Ryan and Chelsea and, and different people from there. So I forgot, but if you're in the Dallas area, uh, let me just share. I've got the information here. <clears throat> and so next Saturday, the 23rd, uh, 5 p.m. Mountain, it'll be 6, 6 p.m. Central, Dallas time. We'll get together at Vic and Joni Belcher's home. And you know what, Vic and Joni, I don't know if I spelled your name right. But uh, that's what I have on my phone. So forgive me if I've got the wrong address. But 781 Calaveras Court, Prosper, Texas, 75078. So what we'll do, guys, is we'll have a fellowship. And so if you guys don't know, it's like we get together and we enjoy uh, we enjoy good food, a glass of wine, whatever you prefer. And, uh, and then I'll record a service from there. And we will stream live. Um, at 7 Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, but uh, no live service in Colorado Springs will be in the Dallas area. So anyway, love and appreciate you guys. Looking forward to seeing our friends in Texas. Hi, guys. How y'all doing? All right. Got a few here for you tonight. Um, first is Kelly. And I saw that she's got some pain and tingling um, at the top of her right shoulder. So I just uh, saw in my mind's eye a picture of a damaged nerve, like a broken hair. Um, but I pictured God's warm healing love surrounding your shoulder and just any nerve damage correcting absolutely instantly and then just felt perfect blood flow returning to your shoulder. So you're out of pain. Um, Catherine, I see that you've been asking God for a husband. So um, I just pictured you two hand in hand walking um, kind of like by the beach and I felt the joy in your heart and I saw a ring on your finger. And then, um, this is a little more heavy, but I, I just uh, see a baby girl in heaven who was aborted, and I, her mom didn't know she was a girl, but I'm talking specifically to the mom. She's been feeling extremely guilty, and like she shouldn't deserve to be here. Uh, so I just want you to know the little girl's totally safe and happy in God's arms. She wouldn't choose to be anywhere else. And as we were worshiping about breaking chains, I saw that chain of guilt breaking for you and just a rush of God's love surrounding your heart. And then I thought that this is probably an important message for anybody who has uh, had an abortion. It's, it's okay. Those babies are safe in God's arms and God just loves you so much. And so again, just picturing that chain of guilt breaking and God's love rushing in and filling your heart with self-love. So... God bless. Okay, don't go anywhere. Okay. So <clears throat> that's big. That's, I think I told you guys, the first time I ever heard grace was this guy got up and he said, uh, hey, you, you ladies, because of religion and everything going on, he goes, who knows why you chose to... See, always fear at the end of the day. And he goes, uh, Jesus has got your baby in his arms just waiting for you. And it was just gushers from the crowd of ladies. Mm -hmm. It was gushers. Yeah. And I didn't understand grace. I, I, didn't under, I was like, I don't know what that is, but that's truth. That just so hit our hearts, didn't it? When we were like, and it came out of this unlikely source, this grumpy old guy. <laughs> and uh, really religious guy, actually. But all of a sudden, like, this outpouring came out of him of the truth. And so his love is that perfect, which is awesome. So Amen. I don't know, any of you online here... <clears throat> 
To think that you have to feel guilt, like Ashley said, or, or any shame or anything is the farthest thing from his mind. He keeps no record of wrong. That's hard for Christians to get, actually. But he, he keeps no record of wrong. No record. All he does is, pure love is pure love. It endures everything and treats you the same no matter what. Isn't that wild? That's good love, because I need that every now and then. You guys? So, some of you guys saw on the YouTube channel, Ashley gets great words of knowledge. I don't want... We're trying to not use Christianese, but yeah. it's hard for me because I, what do you call it? Like we, she, she sees in the spirit, basically. And everybody, you have that gift, but she's really honed in on it. And so um, she has a YouTube channel. And it's, if you just look up Ashley Douglas, right? Yep, just look up my name. I'm still trying to figure out how YouTube works, to be honest with everybody, but just Ashley so Douglas. So am I, but Jeff's good at it. <laughs> <laughs> or so. you can email me, ashleyd.healing at gmail.com, and I can send you the link. I've talked to... Dozens of people yeah, cool. already. So, anyway, she's very good. Like, like her and I were discussing, a lot of us have been around the weird stuff, right? And it's there's nothing weird about it. That's what I want people to get. It's not wacky. It's not weird. It's just if we truly are all have the same spirit, we're all connected, as all the scriptures say. Then we can see everything about everything, but we can also bring healing to everything, which is really cool. And that's what she's gifted at. So appreciate you doing that. So anyway, you can reach out to her at uh, YouTube or Ashley D dot healing dot g at gmail.com okay not good you guys get her here if you if you want her so anyway uh her uh and the prayer team you want to hear a couple cool testimonies so this was one that we just the a prayer team and um <clears throat> actually you know what let me share one i get these by the these are just as good to me as the one i'm going to share next but um these are just general, but I, this, this gets me just as excited as anything. It's just, this is from, uh, I'm not going to say the name, but Tarpon Springs, Florida, wherever that is. Somewhere where they catch tarpon, I guess. <clears throat> um, Mike, with the new year upon us, I was feeling so much gratitude in my heart. I wanted to reach out and let you know what difference all of you at Freedom Ministry have made in my life. I'm forever changed. It's the first time in my life I'm on the pathway to healing. I never knew the deep wounding I had in my subconscious due to an angry God who was not pleased with me. Because of a video I listened to that you did last January, I am free. It has set me on a journey of being free of all my fears, being able to welcome <clears throat> uncertainty, different walks of life, cultures, people, <clears throat> and the kind of, and I find love for them all. The overwhelming love that is in all of humanity. I'm eternally grateful for what you all do with much love in her name. I get these nonstop, don't I? That gets me excited as the really like jazzy stuff, like cancer is healed and everything else, because that's one of the next ones. Isn't that cool? So anyway, <clears throat> I shared this with the prayer team earlier. <clears throat> this just came in today, actually, so that's why I shared it with them. But anyway, uh, so we got a message December 30. Now I'm going to say names. It just says, I would, like, I would like the prayer team to pray for my niece. She has been diagnosed with a very rare form of cancer that only one in 200,000 people get. She was told that MD Anderson, that's no slouch hospital, right? <clears throat> She was told by MD Anderson that she's in a stage four and it spread to her liver and her spine. Please help me see and believe that she is whole. She's only 20 years old and she, they give their name. So we just reached out and uh, said, we see exactly what you've, what you've asked for. We see your niece actually seeing herself whole in a dream. And then today he wrote, on January 6th, my niece received the results from her biopsy. She does not have stage four carcinoma, which only 6% survive. The doctors were totally prepared to treat her for chemo, 
but when they checked, she was diagnosed with something else and all she needs is no chemo and just she needs immune therapy. She's feeling fine. We continue to focus on her wholeness with joy, thankfulness, best regards. Isn't that cool? So before prayer, 6% chance of living. Stage four, after prayer, oh, we don't know what's going on. All you need is immune therapy. You don't need chemo. Isn't that good? That's real stuff, isn't it? That's real stuff. So anyway, I, I love those. And, and uh, if, you, if you need prayer, um, you can reach out at info at freedomministries.org, info at freedomministries.org. And, and then we pray as a team typically once a week unless we get an urgent thing. So um, I'm going to show that video next, guys. And what I, what I want to show you is, is uh, <clears throat> um, one of the most moving things, I think, and it's, it's, it's a Joe Dispenza video, and it's outside of typical church. It's outside of typical religion. But um, this is what we're doing as a prayer team. But I don't see much of Christianity doing this because I think they still have this separate God. I, I think they don't know their own divinity. I think they're begging God to somehow come through in prayer and a miracle, somehow he works in miracles. I, I don't even want to use that language anymore. A miracle should just be how we live. And, and all miracle really means is we see something like this in the physical and we realize we're the ones that can shape and form the physical. So it's not like, wow, look what God did. It's like, no, look what you did. Look what the divinity within you that you trusted. So I want you to watch this, but listen to his verbiage. And um, it's, uh, it's, he's on Aubrey Marcus. Some Christians get nervous because he says some F-bombs every now and then. And nothing that you haven't heard at work, guys. So... <laughs> Isn't that true? You get all holier than now when you get to church. I'm like, it's nothing you haven't said. And so uh, it's nothing you haven't heard. So relax, all right? Wouldn't it be great if everybody was that free? But to listen to him and see if he's not sharing the gospel. And find a community of other brothers and sisters, people willing to stand in their truth and in their sovereignty. And so when you, when you look at this, and I, and I alluded to this, the power of being around a thousand people all going into the quantum together, all going into that meditation together, I felt it in the communities that I've been a part of. When we gather in any ceremony, it's even a biblical passage where two or three are gathered, you know, the divine is sure to be present. Like there is some amplification effect from community. And is that what you see as, as the way forward? You said it's gonna come from all of us. How important is community in this really revolution of ideas that's going on right now? Well, let's go back to the person who breaks through and stands on the stage that had metastatic carcinoma from uh, breast cancer. This cancer spread throughout her entire body. All she wanted to do was be able to pray again. Her father dragged her to the event. And all she wanted to do was be able to get on her knees and pray. She's a young girl. Couldn't bend over, couldn't walk. She was in so much pain because the cancer was spread through all of her spine. One moment, one moment she was on the stage, couldn't feel any pain in her body, sobbing in tears. I sent her for um, a PET scan. Not an ounce of cancer in her bones. Where, where did it go? I mean, what happened there? You see that person on the stage and our community gets closer. You get people opening their heart. Love bonds. You can't not bond in love. You have to hug. You have to connect. You have to bond. It's, it's whether you're a man hugging a man, a woman hugging a woman, a man hugging a woman, something happens where we are connecting. And so when you see that person 
the first one, stand on the stage and tell that story, just like an infection can spread amongst the community and create disease. All of a sudden, health and wellness are as infectious as disease. And I just say to my staff, get out of the way. Four people with Raynaud's syndrome in one event all heal. Two people with Parkinson's, psychiatrist and another lady. Another lady allergic to everything in her life. She, she came with a ventilator and a mask. In the middle of the event, she's in front of the, in the, front of the room dancing around, no mask, no nothing. And you start seeing people freeing themselves from their own limitations. The energy in the room, it's not just the energy in the room. It's the coherence in the room. Because if your heart is coherent, and I'm sitting right next to you, and my field is coherent, and I'm interfering with your field, and those two fields come together, the union of those two fields, the interference is gonna create a higher wave. Higher wave, higher energy. <laughs> now there's energy in the room for healing. Now there's an energy in the room for the mystical. And the interference starts creating doors. Interference patterns of fractal geometry that are doors to dimensions. And you tell me then, you got a group of people, a thousand people in a room. You have 50 people in the front of the room wearing a heart rate monitor. By the middle of the event, everybody is locked into their heart. They know how to execute. And I say, get in that heart of yours and on that energy, lay the thought that the people in the front of the room on that energy, that their lives be enriched that their bodies be healed, that their dreams come true. And you explain to me then how all those people in the front of the room, the majority of those people go into heart coherence at the exact same time, the exact same day and the exact same meditation. They're, they're influencing their autonomic nervous system. The collective is entraining them into the same frequency. And what is that frequency? Love, gratitude, hopefulness for the greatest good. And so then, the collective then moves as one mind, as one heart. And the collective begins to entrain the weak. The collective begins to care for the other ones that are falling behind, not because they want to run to their dream, but because they want to help people realize their dream because that's important to them. Is you can't not care. You can't not be present. You can't not be kind. And, and uh, you see a man show up in a wheelchair from a stroke, completely disabled. His daughter wheeled him around that whole event. And he had a profound moment the very last day. And he went back, she wheeled him into the house, he could walk. He got up in the morning, he showered for the first time in 10 years, got dressed, walked. His wife was having breakfast. He walked down to the, to the store, to the, to the restaurant and asked if he could, she, he could sit down and have breakfast. She went absolutely crazy. To me, I don't know, there's, that's better than a sports car. That feeling to me is, is worth all the gold in the world. So we have people now that, I have witnessed so many profound healings where people are healing other people because they know how to administer coherence and change the field of the person laying before them. They understand the science, the quantum physics. They understand all what they're doing and why they're doing it. And then all of a sudden, they're healing all these people in our events. Tumors disappearing, people stepping out of wheelchairs, crazy blind people seeing, deaf people hearing, crazy stuff. You, 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 this is biblical proportion stuff. And now they're doing it non-locally because they can't be together, but they understand in the quantum there's no separation. They can do it without being there. And they're not doing it. I, I've dropped in on these calls. 
they're not doing it because they want to hang a shingle on their door saying, I'm a healer. In fact, they got to get beyond that in order to heal. They got to get beyond that identity. They're doing it because they're healing themselves every time they connect to love. And so that person then, whose daughter was riddled with a, a brain injury from a child that never looked at her brothers, never was present, never could talk, was, was still and frozen, who's now looking at her brothers and laughing and hugging them and smiling and trying to talk. We're on, the, we're on the call with 50 people and two scientists from a prestigious university. And this woman is telling the story and everybody is sobbing. Everybody is sobbing. Why? We contribute to the living organism. You made a difference. You changed somebody's life. That's why we do it for that feeling. You keep doing it. That's gonna be a common feeling. You're gonna get really sensitive to, a, to some energy, to some feeling. That's what it's about. People try to work their whole week in opening their heart at a week-long event. Comes time to heal another person. Now it's no longer about them. And they, they, they get it. They get it. All they had to do was open their heart for somebody else. That's how it opens. You can hit it. So then. Is that good? We, 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 <clears throat> it's the gospel to me. Amen. They, he uses language that people aren't comfortable with. But man. <clears throat> now here's what's really cool. Um, it doesn't take nearly as long. We can teach all. It has to be simple. And we know how to do it. That's, that's the key. Is If you go watch the whole thing, he really talks about some interesting things in there, which I think is the gospel. He's just using language that people aren't familiar with or comfortable with. But come on, guys. When, when they have stage four, like the one we just read, and they're there, and then they don't have it, is that God? It's got to be, right? I don't care what you call it. And I, that's what we should be doing as just what we do in life. It shouldn't be this thing that we're amazed by. This should be our normal happenstance when we really understand it. So we're going to go through a little bit of that tonight, but I want to give you a couple keys. So <clears throat> he said some things in there that just really hit me. Um, he says, one of the things they, he asks him, if you go watch the whole thing, um, the interviewer says, uh, do you tell people that they can be healed? Because I've changed that a little bit because they have to come to the revelation that they can be healed. Now, what I like about that is they come to the event with expectation, right? They're not coming in... in uh, you, don't, you don't go pay that kind of money and go to that event if you're not expecting something, right? And I think because... I think sometimes because... Um, <clears throat> You know, there's no fees or, or any, everything's free. People don't treat it how powerful it really is. And we'll never change any of that. But I, I, wish, I wish you would treat it as if you, you, were, you were that serious. And he goes, so they have to come to the realization that they can be healed. And he goes, they won't be healed unless they change their heart and mind until they get the revelation that they will be healed. So it's a fascinating thing. And then he says, really what I do is I, I, I help people free themselves from their own limitations. That interesting? Like I said, there's no, there's no power outside the hearts and minds of men. Now, that's really great news if you don't become a victim. If you don't go, are you trying to say that I'm behind this? Yeah, what do you think about all day? What do you feel all day? Yeah, 
We all are. That's the whole point. It, it, it's not pure love. It's he's given us the kingdom. He says, I've given this over to men. Amen? And what you do with it. So <clears throat> another thing that I thought was powerful that he said is, which is really, I was like, I'm going to title it just what he said. He says, so this is why I love the science behind it, because it's hard to argue with when they watch it, the scientists. And what he said is really fascinating, too, is he said a lot of the, a lot of the MD Andersons, a lot of these big hospitals and stuff now are now sending people to his events because they go, we realize we, as medicine, until they change their heart, they can't be healed. Isn't that fascinating? He goes, it's not the medicine, it's not the pill, it's not anything, it's their belief in that pill that ma- makes it work, actually. It's not the medicine. And uh, in fact, Beth, I've never heard you say this, my sister-in-law, um, because you've heard me talk about Mark all the time, he's the only guy who's ever lived for his cancer, but uh, she was the rock, right? He was in the coma most of the time. <laughs> so, but she was, and I've never heard her say this. She said this, she goes, I got unity, I got oneness. And so here was her thought. I've never heard her, maybe she shared this with you, but I've never heard it. So if you've been given a, a diagnosis that says, um, nobody's ever lived of this cancer, get your affairs in order, is that, a good, is that good news? No. Nah, no, that's kind of a, not a very good day, right? It's a little unfortunate. Here was her logic. I'm one with him, her husband, and I'm one with God. When I realize I'm one with God, then I know he's not going to die. Well, that's good reasoning. That's good logic. That's, that's, the, that's the essence of faith, that she could hold on to something bigger than her, which is God, which is one with her, actually. But that's beautiful, isn't it? That's really good. There was, and, and I watched her for several years. I know you did, too, because she's your sister. But no freaking out, no prayer chains, no please, Lord, do this, none of that. Amen? Do you know who you are? That's what I want you to get. So what I loved about this is they put 50 people with heart, heart and brain monitors up front, and he's, he told the, the thousand other people, this is why community is so big, guys. This is why you got to get around people that understand some of this stuff, that aren't full of fear and full of doubt and full of the news. <laughs> Jeez. Good Lord, guys. So there's 50 people. You won't hear him talk about any of that, right? All he talks about is oneness. He goes returning back to source. And he says, I wanted everybody, the thousand people in that room, to lay the thought. Well, first he says, get, get coherent. It's just a word for you're out of your analytical mind. You're not going, oh God, oh God, please pray I got this or whatever that, something this, none of that. You go within and you find yourself peaceful within. You first experience peace in your own heart. Amen. That's what he means by get centered in your heart is your heart and your mind now, your heart is actually controlling your mind versus your mind controlling your heart. When you feel peace, everything in your body starts to settle down. He says, lay the thought that those 50 people in the front, that their lives will be enriched, their bodies will be healed, and their dreams will become true. And he's, here's the oneness of who, who we really are, where it really does mean You've heard it said, an eye for an eye. But I say that's your neighbor, which is part of your own body. So when you treat somebody else a way you would not want to be treated yourself, you're actually treating yourself that way because you get affected by it. Amen? Now, this is huge, guys, if you understand this. Do I go there? I think I have to. I think I have to. 
how are you praying for your political opponents? Stop. 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 Oneness. Amen? You're getting exactly what you're doing. It's affecting you. It's affecting everybody. And that, that's why I love the, the emerging science. I was watching this neuroscientist the other day and this physicist that just awesome stuff. Awesome stuff. Because like it resonates in my heart. I'm like, yes, this is true. This is so true. And he's, and he's talking about how really, science is trying to use words that people can understand, but he's, he's using the term holograph, which you've heard if you've ever read any of Greg Braden's stuff. But a hologram is simply this. All of, our, all of us are connected. Everything is connected, which supports John 1 and Colossians 1 and all the different scriptures that nothing can be separate from God. And it says, one little ripple in your heart, every atom in the world responds at the exact same way. So if you have anxiety or anger or you want to defeat somebody, it actually is affecting everybody the same way and you're only going to get more anger, anxiety, defeat. Now, do you want that or do you want to have people, a single mom, my sister-in-law was going to be a single mom if she would have believed the Christians, right? Or do you want to change that for her? Amen? Is this heavy for you guys? But it's so real to me. It's so, so real to me. Gosh. The fact that they focused on oneness, that, you know what? It, you've heard it said. These are Jesus. It's probably red letters in your Bible. So pay attention. Not that they're any different than any other ones, but that's what I was taught. <laughs> so I thought the whole book was him. But anyway, so it all should be read. But no, these are Jesus' words, so pay more attention. Gosh, guys. I want you to become an expert at life, not a dead book. Amen? Wouldn't that be better? Because I, I really, your relationships, the people you love, your, your kids, your grandkids, your, every, they're going to they're gonna really recognize you for how was our life? They're not going, I wonder if mom knew that scripture. That's not what you're going to do on your dying, on your deathbed, guys. You're going to go, what a life, man. What a, what a well-lived life. Amen? At least that's my hope for every one of you and me too. So <clears throat> when they talked about oneness and they saw everybody in perfect love, they themselves centered their heart on love and it's like, you know what, I'm going to start loving. I'm going to start, instead of an eye for an eye, love your enemy. Now love your enemy is not what I'm seeing happening in Christian circles today. It's the farthest thing from it actually. I'm seeing the exact opposite. I know it's heavy, but I'm like, Come on, <laughs> we're all in this, right? Like, come on, guys, let's do this thing. When we really realize who we are, let's stop the nonsense. Let's stop the, let's stop the division. Let's stop us versus them. And this is gonna, and, and this country, first of all, don't ever listen to anybody ever again that says, if we don't elect this person, or if the United States continues to do this, or any, all my friends around the world that watch, Throw this in the garbage because one of the biggest evangelical deals in the whole said, unless we get this and the U.S. stops doing this and the politicians stop doing that, that is a stain on our country and God's going to turn on his impact back on this country. Nothing is further than the truth in love. Nothing. Amen? He loves, he gives, he blesses. And I was like, what about, it's too late. He says he's given us everything that pertains to life and godliness. It's too late. He can't turn his back. He's one with us. Amen? He's one with us. He's, he's given the world over to us. He says, the earth? Hey, listen. Um, did the sun come up today? 
Yeah, and it says, as long as the sun's come up, somebody from the throne of David's going to be on the throne. You know who the, that someone who the throne of David is that worshiped in a tabernacle made of skin? It's you. That's what he's trying to say. I dwell in a tabernacle of skin. It's you. As long as the sun comes up, you have dominion. I don't even like that word, but it's really, that's the only thing some of you guys know, right? It's like, I can control what's going on in here versus let this other stuff control me. Is this helping you at all or is it just irritating you? Oh, good Lord, man. I was like, no wonder we're in a mess. We got the biggest Christian associations teaching that nonsense. Oh, nothing could be so. And then you see this and you're like, hey, we're healing stage four cancer where you're arguing about your candidate. Amen? I'm like, I'd rather do that personally. And so we're not going to do politics or this guy. That's, it has nothing... Our future has nothing to do with any of that. It has to do with what your heart is about. Amen? That's why I'm going to, I don't know about you guys, but I'm going to have the greatest year of my life. I am. With or without you, I don't really care, to be honest with you. So I'd like you to come along, but if not, go get grumpy and go get political and with some other deal. So, because, gosh, it's once you know who you are, like there's so much, Barbara, we were sharing, we, we, went, on a, we went on a hot date, I call it. So we usually aren't that hot. We're, <laughs> Like I was telling you, Ashley's like one of our favorite chicken places, and then we're called Bird Call. But we call it Bird Turds, but it's not that pleasing if you're going to eat it. But so good. It's like the. So anyway, we're going to go to this nice place, and they were too long of a wait because of COVID. So we're like, screw it. Let's just go to Bird Call, go through a drive through. But as we were doing it, we're like, it feels like we've come out of this cultish thing. Like once you're out, once you're free, you can't go back. It's like once you can see, it's like Saul to Paul conversion. Once you see how free you are, you can't really go back to the nonsense, isn't it? It's like, it's so freeing. It's unbelievable. And so anyway, that's why I like those letters. Like, I'm finally free from an angry God. So, hey, listen, here's what's really cool. You can not only do this for yourself. Every one of you have this gift. You can not only do this for yourself, but others. Because when he tells them, he says, lay the intention or just focus on their lives are enriched, their bodies are whole, and their dreams become true. The EKGs and the EEGs on them, Jim Farmer, some of you guys know what this stuff is. They all go into coherence at the exact same time. Literally, and the, they actually show that they actually can change it, their autonomic nervous system, which we didn't think we could change. You actually change their genes to their very core of who they am, and love never fails. When they see them the best for that person, when they see their, their, that person's body whole as if it's already happened, and when they see, like, yes, Father, just make their dreams come into reality, all of a sudden, they all go into coherence at the exact same time. Boom. That's impossible to do if it's just random and God's just handing out miracles. Sometimes he does it. Sometimes he doesn't. That's not true. You're in control of this thing. Does this help you? Yes. I get excited about it anyway. So here's what they did. And the other thing, if you watch the whole thing, he says, they learn to focus from their heart-centered emotions, which are joy, gratitude, love. It's all the... the the spirit emotions, you know, the letter kills, but the spirit gives life in Galatians, and you see all the, the different fruits of the spirit. When you focus from that standpoint and don't see people as your enemy anymore or this or that, you see that that is part of my body. That's part of my body, amen? It really is the adage, like, um, you don't cut off your nose despite your face. That's what most of you guys are doing, actually. You're actually doing that. Stop. That's why it hurts. That's why you don't see stuff in your life, because you're so full of fear and anxiety and anger and Guys, it's actually not hard, is it? When we do, I, you would laugh at our prayer calls. They're really not very difficult, but it works, isn't it? And we're like, why doesn't everybody do this? Because they're all tied up about something. I don't know what they're doing. So I'm just trying to get you to stop. Don't you want to live big? 
Anybody else want to live big? I want to live big. Amen? Anyway, so they knew that what they did with their heart and mind created a field, an energy. I don't care what you call it. Knowing that the physical, everything you see spirit physically, shapes what you do with your heart and mind. The, phys- the, the spiritual shapes the field. It actually made changes to the person's autonomic ner- nervous system and their genes. <sighs> Hallelujah, man. That's good stuff. Amen? So, do the, do the scriptures actually say this stuff? Do they actually say that the spirit, what you do with your heart and mind, changes the physical world? The short answer is yes, but I want to go through it with you. because Unless I show you scripture, you don't believe it, right? Because your book clearly says. Anyway, let me, let me go through. Uh, if we can hit that first, I don't, I don't remember what slides. I'll, I'll, I'll get much faster, sorry. All right, all of you have this amazing creativity in you. because you, Do you have a different Christ than, than Ashley has? No. Do you have a different Christ than Jesus had? No. Then what are you doing? <laughs> Be it. Amen? So, <clears throat> exactly what they're teaching is simply learning to live from within. They call it heartfelt emotions. I would just call it the fruit of the Spirit. So, it's simply learning to live from within and getting past your analytical. Your analytical mind, guys, is the conscious mind. It's what you see going on without you. You're getting all your stimulus from what you see physically, what you hear physically, what you what you sense physically, all these different things, but the kingdom's not in that. It doesn't come with anything observable. It's in the secret place. It says the light shines in the darkness, but people don't comprehend it. That means it's shining in a secret place. It's within you. I don't need to go through all those scriptures. You're pretty well-versed. I've given you all those. Meaning that it's within, okay? So you gotta get your mind off the analytical. Like facts aren't fun a lot of times, right? You gotta learn, and, I don't, and I'm not a weird word of faith guy, like just ignore the facts, but if you're still in fear and anxiety and you don't know who you are, ignoring the facts is just gonna get you irritated. So it's simply learning to live within and turn off this analytical mind for a few minutes every day. But what I'm gonna share with you guys is like, if you go to dispense, I love all that stuff. It's just way too hard. It's way too long where you can do it in minutes a day, amen? Because I don't, I don't think Jesus or God would have to go through a nine-week course to learn how to do it. That means you don't have to. Is that, that simple logic? See, sometimes my Iowa logic works. It's like, wait a minute. If I have the same mind of Christ and I'm one with him and I have the same spirit as him, I don't think he took nine weeks course to figure out how to do it. I think he just did it. Would you agree with that? So, all right, it really is that simple. So anyway, <clears throat> do the scriptures really say this? Yes, yeah, so I'm gonna, all of you have heard this, one of my favorite scriptures, Psalms 37, three through five. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land. When we understand the metaphor, where's the land? Heart. Dwell in your heart. So it's not a physical land. It's all metaphor. But anyway, I don't want to, that's not why I wanted to do this. But trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell within, I'll say, and feed on that. Feed on that hidden manna, his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. All right. What I really wanted to focus on is Lord and heart. Lord and heart. Because when I say trust in the Lord, hopefully not you guys anymore, but when you, were, when you just became a Christian and they said trust in the Lord, where was the Lord? South, somewhere else, right? <laughs> Immediately my mind went, yeah, outside or somewhere else. And he's like, no, no, no. It's the Father's good pleasure to give it to the kingdom and it's in you and it's in a place you can't see and nothing comes from observable and it's in you. So dwell in there. So, but let's, let's go to the next slide. I want to show you what Lord is. And it's, you guys know the word, it's Yahweh. But once you really start breaking up Yahweh, it's fascinating. So if you go to Lord Strong's 3068, 
it'll just say the proper name of the God of Israel. That doesn't tell you anything, does it? Proper name of the God of Israel. Now, if you understand what Israel means, it means something. Because Jacob wrestled with God all night long, and Jacob said, I will get what I want. Didn't he say that? And then his name changed. Jacob means supplanter or change, change the physical, change the, what's going on into something else going on. Jacob became what? Israel. And Israel, a couple services ago I did, Israel, if you go break it up, it's the man who rules as God. Now, when you know the proper name of the man who rules as God, now we're starting to get somewhere. Amen? Because the man who rules as God, and if you go look at, if you dig up name, etc., it'll say this. <clears throat> it'll say, the name represents everything about that person, its character, everything about it. And we would know it like this. Some of you guys come from families where this is a really big deal. That don't bring a bad name to our name, right? Oh, they have a good name. You ever hear people talk about that? Like, oh, that's a good family. They have a good name. That's commons, right? You guys know, know what I'm talking about? It means that, hey, that's a good, and if they're like, oh man, they got a bad name, right? It's probably, it was a lot of my family's friends like, don't hang around with that Popovich kid. <laughs> he gets in a lot of trouble. That, that, that actually, I heard a lot, actually. Yeah, I never got in trouble. That was the amazing part, because I never felt guilty about it. I just wanted to live life and live big. So anyway, and we did. So anyway, from, but then it'll say root, from the root, hava. Now, if you go look up Hava, Strong's 1934, it literally is to become or to be. So they added a Yod to the root of Hava. Hava is simply to be alive, to be I am. And Yod is the power of God to simply be whatever you want to be. Now, if we go look it up. So Yod is the strength of the power of God added to the root Hava. And I've showed you all this. So what is the nature of God? You've been created in his image, Right? In his likeness, everything. And if you really understand that, it says, by faith we understand that everything physical you see is not created by something you can see, which really is the heart of all this, that everything you see is changeable, it's moldable, it's shapeable by the spirit within you. And he created us by imagining us. He created us in his image. He imagined us, and that's the power of God. All right, so if yud vav he is his name, and that's the character of God. What is this character of God? So Yod is the strength, the power of God to do work. Hey is the open window. I have told you, it's the grace. It's the fifth letter in the Hebrew alphabet. But literally, if you dig into the Hebrew, it says the ability to see something and it becomes real. That's the nature and the character of God. We're creating his image. He simply saw us and it became. Now that's cool, isn't it? Is that grace? Or is that works? <laughs> I don't think it'd get any easier. It's like, you mean I just have to see something? Yes, and that's a creative act of God. That's his nature. That's his character that he's given you. So, and then Vav is a nail or connector. It connects the abundance from above, below, the heavens and the earth. I just want to review this because when it says trust in the Lord, he's really talking about something different than outside that you've all been taught. He's going, trust in the nature that you are, this being of God, this Christ in you. Trust in that thing in you. Trust in a love greater than yourself, which is God himself that's in you. Trust what you do inside, not what's out here. So then, hey is, hey again. So literally there's the strength of God to become what I see within. The power of God takes what I see within and vobs or attaches me to it physically. I am that I am. That's your nature. You simply see what you desire. So when these guys, they go, you know what? So they, they see in their heart, they see the 50 people up front. They see their bodies whole. They see their lives enriched. And they see how good it feels for their dreams to come in reality. And they all, their heart all changes at the exact same time. That's the power of you. 
That's your very nature. That's yudhe vavhe. The power of God to simply be what you want to be. Effortlessly is what it means if you really dig into the name. Isn't that cool? Doesn't that sound like a child of God, an inheritance? It gets me excited. Isn't this all we do, Ash, on our prayer calls? That's all we do. Like when we, we go, okay, we see them like this. And we go, praise God, that's our nature. The, the fact that we can actually see it is we can trust that what we're seeing is actually the power of God bringing it to pass physical. That's spiritual. That's you, Dave Ave. Isn't that cool? That's you. All right, now let's talk about, so that's, that's the Lord, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Let's look at heart there. This next one. So heart, if you go look it up, the first two letters are lamed bet, and it's lev, it's heart. But then if you go look at it in this verse in Psalm 37, three through five, they had a cough on the end of it, okay? <clears throat> and it really means of the heart or from the heart. But if you go look at it in Hebrew, it's really interesting. So if you go look it up, it'll say levaka, levake, actually, I think is how it's pronounced in Hebrew, but relax. It's not in red, so we don't have to know it. I'm just joking. <laughs> As if, who thought of that stuff, right? Oh, it's in red, so it's Jesus' words. Wait, his, so his words weren't in red when he said them. Like, come on, guys. It's like, if we had used our brain half the time, we wouldn't have the mess we are in. So Strong's 3820, it means your inner man, your mind, your will, your heart. Lamed, the first two letters, Lamed, Bet. Lamed is a shepherd's staff, the picture of it. And it means the shepherd or leader. And then Bet is the tabernacle or house which you and I are. We're the house of God, right? We're the tabernacle. We're David's tabernacle, the skin tent. So we are the... We are the, when you, when you get to Revelation, it says, you know what? It's this, it's this garment that your mother wove in her womb that's dipped in blood. You are the, the bloody garment that he inhabits. Isn't that cool? That's really cool if you really start digging into a lot of that, the symbolism there. But anyway, your heart is the leader within, meaning what you do in your inner man will lead your life. I don't care what you pray about, it's, you're going to get what's in here. Now, it's easy to change this. It's really not as hard as you guys are thinking. So anyway, I pulled this next part because a lot of people are going, where do you get some of this? this is, if you go to Hebrews, Hebrew, H-E-B-R-E-W, the number four, Hebrew4Christians.org or com. I think it's .com. I don't remember. But just do a word search. Just do Hebrew pictograms, Hebrew letters. What do they mean? And I just pulled this straight off so you guys see it. Hebrew4Christians.com. In Jewish mysticism, I don't, I don't like that word. It should be spiritual Jews, right? Because always oh, mystic, oh my God. <clears throat> and the whole gospel is this mystery <laughs> that's been hidden for ages but is now revealed is that Christ literally dwells in you. All Christianity should be mystical or spiritual, isn't it? The kingdom does not come with observation. It comes in spirit, which is just mysticism. That's all it is. So Jewish spirit, the two letters of Kaf, that last letter on the end of Levakeh, are the initial letters of the two Hebrew words Koach, which is potential, and Puel, which is actual, suggesting that Kaf enables the hidden power, latent power of the spiritual, the potential, to be made actual in the physical. Now, when you hear these guys pray, they go, everything or every decision you could ever make is available right now. The simple act of you focusing on it and feeling as if it's real brings it to pass. Is they, are they not sharing scripture? They're just not using scripture. They actually understand the Bible without reading the Bible. That's how I want you guys to be. Amen? So all they're saying is cough. So the heart, what you do in your heart, coughs. 
The, the heart has the hidden power of the spiritual to turn it into the physical. You simply see it as if it's done and feel as if it's real, and it turns it into the physical reality. Is that cool or is that cool? That's cool to me. That's scripture. That's your book. It's your book that clearly says, but <laughs> I don't want to dig on all these guys. So anyway, oh, that's hot to me. I don't know how else to say it. Like, are you kidding me? I get so excited about this kind of stuff because then we're not all freaked out about what's going on. We're like, growing up when people go, oh, brother, I'll pray for you. I knew I was on my own. That really what they were saying is, I have zero faith. I'm sure glad my life doesn't suck as bad as yours right now. That's what it meant to me. Honestly, I was like, yeah, so-and-so said they'd pray for me. I'm like, no, relax. I got this one. So, because I knew they had zero faith. I, I, they, I, they had no react. They had no belief. They were hoping like a lottery ticket, God came through in this one. No realization that Christ is in them. Amen. They're praying to this God and please God. Listen, if you're saying, please God, He's going, stop saying please already. Say thank you. <laughs> thank you means I've already given you everything that pertains to life. Please means he might come through, he might not, right? Doesn't it? That's not every prayer verse like I've been trying to show you is 100% assurance. It's every one, you can't go without, they, every one of them say 100% assurance. And I really think this will help. This came up on the, the call the other night. When you realize it's not you trying to gin up the faith, it's not you trying to make it happen, you realize he's designed us in his image that the very fact that we can see and feel as if it's done, it's, an, it's Christ himself doing the work. He's doing the heavy lifting, not us. We just to come along and enjoy the ride. Amen? That way it's not you trying to build faith or tongue it up enough or whatever. I don't know what you're doing anymore. Like put your Bible away for a while and go in. Eat on the hidden manna. Amen? Just relax a little bit and just go, thank you, Lord, that when I see it as if it's done, that's Levesque. That's He will give you the desires of your heart. Whatever your heart's doing, you get, is what he's trying to say. Trust in the Lord with all your heart, is what he's saying. Roll it back over to me, because I'm going to be the one doing it. You just to get to enjoy the inheritance. Is this helping you? Okay, enough of that then. <laughs> let's, you guys want to actually do it now? All right, let's actually do it, Okay. And I'll probably do this for next week too, just going to Elizabeth. But I'm, we're teaching our kids this, which is so great. So if we just go to that last slide, I'll, let me share it with, let me explain it to you first. Now, I've done all the stuff. I love the crazy stuff. I love the weird stuff. But, um, I've done everything. I've done all the courses because what, I, what I, I like to do is I like to go through them and I go, you know what? At the end of the day, if it works, it has to be truth. It has to be God. And they all have slightly different, but it really, at the end of the day, it's all the exact same. I'm just trying to simplify it for you to know who you are. So I, there was, I'm not going to share all the courses because then you guys think you have to go do them. Just, I've done them. You don't need to do them. Because <laughs> what we're sharing here is real. It's truth. It's, it's exactly what, how, what's going on. It works. You don't have to wonder if it works. It works. Amen? So, and if you go watch that interview, he says, don't focus on the healing. Focus on how to become whole inside and the healing is just a natural byproduct. Everything becomes whole in your life. Amen? He goes, he goes it's not enough to, he says this, he goes, it's not enough to know, know about it anymore. People want to go, how do we do it? Where I would equate that to, if you know every book, if you know every Bible verse and you got your theology perfect, 
but you can't live it. What's it worth? You just win Jeopardy. That's it. It's no zero value, isn't it? But when you know who you are, and you can do it not only for yourself and somebody else, now we got something, don't we? Now we got living in the kingdom. Now we've got, he, I came to give you life and life more abundantly. Amen? So anyway, you got to, <laughs> this is why I think science is really cool. The scriptures are easy. Hey, believe you have it and you will. All right, how do we do that? How do I believe? It's not nearly as hard as you, you think. It doesn't come from hours of Bible study. It doesn't come from tonguing. It doesn't get your, your other nervous Christians together in a prayer group that everybody's nervous doesn't do any of that. In fact, I would stop all that, to be honest with you. It just gets everybody nervous. You feel good, you go out to eat. <laughs> that's how that's Christianity I grew up around. So you got to get your mind off the... It, the kingdom does not come with anything you can see with your physical eyes is a good way to do it. So you got to get your eyes off the, tr- off, off the facts, off the physical, whatever. How you do that, I don't really care. Um, breathing, if you go do any of this stuff, just breathe in, relax. The minute you start to breathe heavy, honestly, you start going into alpha and theta, the science behind it. Meaning that your body's, your heart now and your mind start to get coherent. They start to go on the same frequency. Now what you choose to focus on will actually enter your heart because that's what you need. You need it to go here because then the heart will produce it all by itself. Levaka is what you do in here, what you see and feel as if it's already real, is the power of God. It's the yacht of God that actually brings that to pass for you. It takes the, what you've done in the secret place, the spiritual. The minute you see it, it starts to become physical. Just stay there. Amen? So how you do it, I've shared multiple things you can do, but you got to calm yourself down. Breathe. Um, I love to do my eyes because the minute you like, raise your eyes and they start to rem, um, your whole body, your nervous system starts to slow down. And it goes, okay, it's okay. It's, it's safe here. And you really start to go into that suggestible mode where you can plant anything in your heart at that time. So however you want to do it, just make sure you're calm. And, and to be honest with you, sometimes it takes me a little longer than others. Most of the time I can do it like that because I've done it enough. You, can, you obviously can do it like that too. Right? It's fast, right? We just, we catch ourselves freaking out. I don't know if you ever do, but I do every now and then. <laughs> so... I wake up and I go, oh, it's still you. God darn it. Why couldn't I be somebody else? And I was like, wait a minute. Look at that stud. That's the kingdom of God. That's the fullness of God in this body. What a, right? But anyway, I have to remind myself that because in the morning sometimes I don't look that cool. Anyway. So you get what I'm trying to say. I don't care how you get there, but you got to get your body, you got to get your stop, stop yourself from freaking out. Amen? All right. So, Decide what you want. And like just what he said, I love this because it's a scientific group that are teaching the kingdom of God and they're getting the same results we are, which is awesome. I'm just, I think it's, I love what they're doing. So it's an enriched life. What would you want? What's the life you want to live? Do you want a whole body? Do you want a healed body, right? I, I would be better than not healed to me. Do you want your dreams turned into reality? I love those things. Like what he said, enrich your life, your body's whole. Isn't that cool? You're not praying to an outside God. You're one with Christ within. See and feel yourself already enjoying the answered prayer. All the prayer verses go, they're not asking God if he will do this. He's already done everything. He says, I've given you everything. I've given you inheritance. 
Inheritance just means take my inheritance. Thank you, Lord. It's thank you, right? Thank you, God. Thank you for that. And you get to choose whatever you want to thank him for. Thank you, Father, I have this. Your thanking doesn't make it real. It's real. The inheritance is real. Your thanking doesn't make it real. What it does is it conditions your heart to actually believe it. Okay? So you're not asking him to do it. You're actually creating in your mind a picture as if it's already done and feeling as if it's already done. And I would, inclu- I would encourage you to, whether if it was already true, whatever you're asking for, let's just pick one. You're, let's pick that guy who, who he couldn't walk and couldn't go eat with his wife for 10, 11 years, whatever. And they got him to calm himself down and enter the spirit. And the first time in 10, 12 years, whatever it was, he goes and meets his wife for breakfast and goes, can I sit down with you? Imagine the joy of that wife. Well, maybe, doesn't that bring joy? It brings joy to me just thinking about it. Now, the minute we say that, we start to image things. We start to picture things. So if that, if that was the case, how I would do it is I would, I would, if I was that man, I would actually see myself doing that. I would actually see myself walking down to my wife and go, hey, hon, I'm whole. And watch her reaction. That is a creative act. That will show up in my life. That's how simple this thing is. Now, if I know it's that simple, that my heart takes the, any potential I choose to picture and feel in, within and brings it to the physical, I can get excited, can I? It's simply, she, Barb said it perfectly as we were discussing this. She goes, Faith, it has nothing to do of you, really. It's simply trusting that that's true. It's, tr- it's a trust outside of you. It's, a, it's trust that he loves us that much. He's designed us that easy to make life that simple. That's all faith is. I believe that's true. Amen? So, and then if you read Psalm 37, 4, it says, commit your way to the Lord. Now that really, if you go look at commit, it really is throw that back to him and let him do it, is what it says. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in the Lord. What's the Lord? yud That the Lord, trust in the Lord with all your lavev, lavaka. So trust in the Lord means I realize that the, when I picture something, I vav or attached to what I picture. That's trusting in the Lord with all of your heart. That's yud So... Now, commit your way to the Lord means I trust what I just did spiritually and it will come to pass in my life. I don't have to wonder. That's it. Isn't that cool? That's cool to me. Realize that what you did with this actually a creative act, what you did in your heart takes the spiritual and brings it into the physical. All right, let's actually do it. You want to do it for like five minutes? Because it only takes that. All right, so I just wanted to explain it first. So anyway, I'm going to do how I do it. You can do however you want, but um, you know what's really fascinating to me is like if you... We just watched a Wim Hof thing too. It's like, he just breathes. He teaches people to breathe in and out 30 times and they do the brain scans and as if you've meditated for four hours. Breathing 30 times is easier than meditating for four hours to me, right? I'm gonna miss the game if I meditate for four hours. That sucks. Like what a wasted life, right? (laughs) So that's how I view things. Like let's get to the important stuff, right? Now, isn't that simple? Because it's, that's why I, th- I love the science behind it. If you breathe, your whole body becomes susceptible to what you tell it now. So I like to breathe in and out, and I like to, I like to look up in, within my eyes until I feel my eyes flutter because I know, I know what's happening in my body. Now, if you think that's too weird, do it, do it, how, do it your way. So I'm just going to do it how I do it because I know it works, right? Ah, so if you just take some deep breaths. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. 
Thank you, Father. <clears throat> oh, you know what's really cool too? yud heh vav one of the definitions is breathe. You're experiencing God if you simply breathe the breath of life. Isn't that wild? It's the simple effort of effortlessly becoming what you picture. To breathe life, it's that simple. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Now, um, let's see. Anybody have a prayer request in here, actually? We should do it with something real. What did you say? What, what was the one of them, Ash? What was it, Kelly or something? Yeah, Kelly's shoulder pain. Okay, so Kelly had shoulder pain? What else did, what else did you say about that? Oh, you saw the nerve was actually broken? Yeah. All right, so here's what, exactly what, can you see in your mind, can you picture Kelly totally excited sending us an email going, thank you so much for praying, it's whole. Can you see that in your imagination? That I'm up here sharing it with you? So let's just picture that. Let's just, all of us do that. And like if you, if you saw, like when, when we all come into unity, when we all come into the same heart, it actually amplifies the energy to it. And it happens faster. It's just, it's pretty simple stuff. So thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We just see Kelly. We just see the nerve literally attaching itself as we speak. We just see your wholeness, your vibrancy, your love, your light flowing through her shoulder, her ligaments, her nerves. Anything that was Damage is now perfect, pristine, spotless. It's actually triggering perfectly as we speak. She can feel the warmth in her shoulder as we speak. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Can you guys see that? Doesn't it start to feel good just by you picturing that and giving it life? Thank you, Father. We just see Kelly so whole, so joyous, so free. She's wondering. She's, I, I see her feeling for it as she wakes up going, it's not there. Where did it go? Things will come to you like that. And Ashley's really good at it, just the spiritual sight. You see anything else as we do that? You saw her playing volleyball. Cool. Yeah, amen. Yeah, it's hard to play volleyball if your shoulder's bummed out, right? Well, you'd probably play volleyball like I play volleyball then. Not very good. Ah, so Kelly, thank you. We call it done. The very act of us doing that, guys, is yud heh vav heh, and he gives us the desire of our heart. Now, Father, we, we roll that over to you. We trust in a love greater than ourselves within. That's trusting the Lord greater than ourselves. With all of our heart, what we just did is creative, and it will happen in Jesus' magnificent name. Amen, amen, amen. Does that help you guys? That's how you do anything in your life. If you want an answer to a question, see yourself getting the answer, and you're so, you see yourself on the other side of the answer, not like trying to get it and meditate it long enough to get it. Your meditation is, I see myself totally blown away that he gave me the answer. Now that'll come to pass. If you want abundance, you see yourself already enjoying it. If you want a relationship, you already see yourself already enjoying it as if it's already done. And that is the very creative act of God within you. Amen? You can do that for yourself and others. So hopefully that helps, guys. God bless. We'll see you on the trail. Amen? Oh yeah, uh, if you give online, thank you. Um, giving statements should come out next week. But if you want to give here or online, we appreciate that. Love and appreciate you guys. Amen, amen, amen. If you need prayer, come on up.